Hey mamas, I'm Kira, birth and postpartum doula, and you're listening to The Push Podcast. If you're pregnant or a new mom or a mom looking for a place to feel like you fit in, you're in the right place. This podcast is all about pushing boundaries, where I give you the real honest truth about pregnancy, birth, and motherhood. This is not just another fairy tale of what to expect with rainbows and butterflies. This podcast keeps it real as we dive into the issues that expecting moms really need to know about and prepare for. You'll hear birth stories from other moms, expert interviews, and doula discussions. This podcast provides education on what to actually expect as you prepare for labor and how to give yourself grace through pregnancy, birth, and motherhood. If talking about vaginas, your pelvic floor, and the occasional F-bomb doesn't bother you, then welcome to the club, mama. You're in the right place. Let's jump in. Okay, today on the Push Podcast, we have Candice, a postpartum doula. Candice, I'm so excited to have you here with us today. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a mom of four, um, and I have two boys, two girls, and um, I I am new to the doula world, um, but it's been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. I have lots of other backgrounds. I have a background in journalism and public relations and um, elementary and middle school education. Um, But like pregnancy and birth and babies and moms has always been like my passion, even before I decided to do it as a career. Um, So yeah, I stay at home um, with my kids. I also teach Um, I still teach a little, I teach ESL, um, to students in China. So I'm able to do that from home, um, so that I could be home with my kids, um, and work my doula business, you know, also. I love it. I love it. You wear many hats then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. So what about doula work interested you the most? So what was your reason for wanting to dive into being a postpartum doula? Um, well, so it kind of, um, like I said, it kind of goes back. I've always been drawn to and interested in and just fascinated by everything, um, regarding pregnancy and birth and everything, but kind of postpartum sort of like snagged my, my heart and my attention, um, being a mom myself. And after my fourth child was born, um, it was, kind of a rough and and traumatic birth for me. Um, And after I came out of it, um, you know, about a year, year and a half after, when I finally started to feel like myself sort of again, I realized like, wow, there's so little support for postpartum moms. Um, Everyone like oohs and ahs and gives attention and like, you know, helps and watches when you're pregnant. But then I kind of feel like once the baby's born, all the focus goes to the baby. Like nobody cares about the mom. (laughs) And, you know, I, I felt that. And then talking to so many other women, like friends, family, and then just, you know, people, friends on the internet, (laughs) um, the, the story was the same over and over that all of these women felt kind of like thrown to the wolves, you know, after they had their baby, they felt unheard and unseen. And they felt, you know, like they had to kind of figure everything out on their own, but they didn't know how. 
Um, and so I kind of, I kind of was pulled towards the postpartum because no, no mother should ever feel that way. You know, it's, it's hard enough to be thrown into the role, you know, to, to care for this new brand new living being. Um, but to navigate it when you feel unsupported, um, you know, just didn't sit right with me. So I postpartum became my passion. Right. And I love that. And because, like you said, like for some, you know, for some moms, it's completely uncharted territory, you know, no, no matter if it's your first birth or your fifth, right? Like every experience is different. Um, oh, yeah, it is. It's such uncharted territory. You never know, you know, how things are going to play out. So what are some of your services that you provide for moms? How can you help them kind of navigate the world of postpartum, if you will? Sure. Um, so I, I do, um, in-home, um, so in-person, in-home postpartum doula care, as well as virtual um, for, you know, moms who might be not in my, um, in my vicinity, in my area that I can cover, but also, you know, we're still in COVID times. So oh, yes. some, some people, you know, are still not comfortable with face-to-face. So I do post or I do um, virtual postpartum for those moms as well. Um, I do provide, um, a prenatal, um, visit to where I can kind of help guide parents into coming up with their postpartum plan. Um, I actually just made a post about postpartum plans, um, and how I think they're so important. You know, there's so much focus on a birth plan, but like nobody talks about a postpartum plan, which it's, you know, how to, how to navigate the things that might get tricky in postpartum. Um, so I can help parents work through a postpartum plan at their prenatal visit, you know, and answer any questions they might have. And then once their baby is born, then I will go into their home, you know, or virtual. Um, and I basically am, am there to support the mom, you know, to mother the mother, to help the family with this transition. So to make sure that, um, to make sure that mom is getting enough rest, to make sure she's getting, you know, healthy and nourishing foods and enough water, um, enough time to take care of herself, you know, going through a massive, (laughs) a massive thing such as birth um, and what it can do to your body. um, And, you know, basic infant care, you know, and helping with the baby, helping promote bonding, basically being an expert on what's normal, normal postpartum healing for mom, normal newborn behavior for the baby. Um, And, you know, if something is out of the normal, then I provide referrals and resources to my families to send them to the appropriate people who can help them, you know, medically, if that's what they need. I also do lactation support. Um, So if there is a breastfeeding mom, I I offer breastfeeding group classes and also couples classes. If people don't want to do a whole group setting, um, I can, I also do those virtually and in person, um, but I can do one-on-one support. So after the baby is born, um, if someone doesn't necessarily want doula services, but they're having a little trouble breastfeeding, I can come in for a couple of consults, you know, to help um, with breastfeeding. Or, you know, kind of combine the superpowers and um, do lactation and doula support 
um, after birth. So kind of breastfeeding basics and checking latch and holds and things like that, kind of getting, getting the mom and getting the family educated and empowered and comfortable with um, breastfeeding and with their new role and in postpartum life. That's great. And as you, you just mentioned, like it is a completely new role in postpartum. And you mentioned previously that, you know, there is so much focus on birth plans, right? And myself as a birth and postpartum doula, you know, one of the big focuses is planning for birth and, you know, preparing for, you know, maybe some interventions that you're comfortable with, but maybe not with some others. But postpartum is, and I think this is one of the reasons why you and I both are so, you know, passionate about this is postpartum is often that missing piece of the puzzle that a lot of moms either don't know to pay attention to, or they maybe underestimate, you know, what all goes into the postpartum season or the fourth trimester, if you will. And I think it's such important work to focus on postpartum. And, you know, for the new moms that are listening, or maybe pregnant moms that are listening, what advice would you give them going into postpartum? So obviously, it's going to be different for everybody. But what are some tips that you would maybe share that would be helpful for maybe a first time mom or a pregnant mom? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think one of the most important things is to probably know yourself and, um, and know, know your boundaries. Um, and what I mean by that is in, in postpartum, you get a lot of, you know, quote unquote helpers, um, people who might want to come and visit and it becomes overwhelming for many first, not even first time, just many women in the postpartum period, um, to have people coming in and out. Um, It disrupts their bonding time. It disrupts breastfeeding, if that's something that they're doing. Um, And I feel like moms feel bad almost putting limits. Um, But I think it's an important thing to do. Now, I'm not saying like exclude people and don't let them in, especially not if that's something you're looking forward to. But know yourself and know your limits. Know your triggers to where like, okay, I'm beginning to feel a little overwhelmed. Um, and try to recognize that so that, you know, you can maybe say like, okay, that, you know, maybe that's it for visitors for the next couple of days, um, to give yourself that space because it's a huge transformation physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and, you know, and work with your partner. If, you know, if, if there is a partner, um, you know, husband, wife, whatever in the equation, you know. And that's a big part of the the postpartum plan I was talking about, you know, even recognizing ahead of time, like, hey, I, you know, if if I start to feel overwhelmed, what's one way that we can work together, you know, to to help this, you know, and what support looks like for both parents. Um, So if you kind of maybe think of those things ahead of time, then you know, you'll be more likely to get that type of support um, after, you know, and you'll, you'll feel a little bit more supported. Um, So I think that's, that's kind of a, um, my big piece of advice. Yes. And from what I took from that is communication and finding your voice, right? Like, so you mentioned setting, setting boundaries, Um, setting boundaries is huge when it comes to postpartum. Because like you said, you know, visitors, while they're great and helpful, you know, that does sometimes interfere with bonding and just kind of 
you know, finding your own space again after birth is huge. And as a postpartum doula, you know, that's one thing that you and I both work with moms with is, you know, helping them find their new normal, if that makes sense. And I think another thing that goes along with that is helping them find their voice, right? Like a lot of women after having children, I myself included after having my daughter, you kind of have to like rediscover yourself a little bit. And I think finding your voice as far as even as far as, you know, speaking to your doula, if, you know, if you decide to hire a doula and saying like, hey, I'm not feeling myself. And that's where you said like the referrals might come in. Um, you know, speaking on a personal note, something that I went through was um, undiagnosed, but postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, those are often things that show up in ways that you wouldn't expect them to. Um, so what are some signs, maybe if you're comfortable speaking on this, what are some signs maybe of postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety that would result in a referral for a mom that you're working with? Um, so something that I would look for, um, and, you know, and I'm sure as, as a fellow doula, you know this, but just, just as a heads up, you know, for any listeners as doulas, we do not diagnose, um, So I will talk about signs that I might see that might lead me to think that a medical professional should be involved. Um, So I can't say for sure that somebody does or does not have it. um, And that's not something I would ever say to, um, to a mom or to a family, but some signs that would tip me off that like, Hey, maybe, maybe this mom should be seen and, and, or talk to, you know, a, clinical person. Um, you know, emotions are high after the birth of a baby. Um, and it's totally normal to have the ups and the downs, but if you're finding that there's more downs, um, then there are ups. That's kind of a little, a little red flag. Um, if you, or if a mom, um, is finding that like, she's going through spurts of just crying that are not being resolved. Um, and like I said, a, like weepiness and teariness, you know, the quote unquote baby blues, it's normal. But if it's persisting for a few weeks um, and if it's persisting past like two to three weeks postpartum, um, you know, then that's kind of a red flag. Um, if you in, in the postpartum anxiety, um, you know, constant fear of something happening to the baby. So maybe if a mom is unable to get any rest because she thinks that she needs to have eyes on the baby at all times or something bad is going to happen. Um, Someone who does, you know, very thorough, repetitive, um, you know, maybe um, diaper changes or, you know, temperature checks or things like that because it's, you know, there's a worry that like something's wrong, something's wrong. Um, you know, those kind of things. Um, and, you know, a little more telling, you know, if a mom is, is still really having trouble, you know, bonding with a baby, if there's kind of an overall sense of apathy, um, you know, those are all kind of signs that I would, I would start to think like, Hey, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to speak to somebody about that. Yes. And I think having a postpartum doula, you know, like yourself there or, just having somebody who has, has experience, right? Like working with moms and in working in the postpartum field. um, I think it's great to have that advocate, right? Because it's not always something that these moms or, you know, any mom is aware of 
per se, you know, they're just going through right. their, their daily life. So I think having an advocate or somebody who's aware of those signs that can say, hey, maybe I think it's a good, good idea if you talk to your provider or, you know, hey, maybe you should check out this resource. Um, just having that person there to be an advocate because not everyone knows, you know, call this number for that or, you know, reach out to your right. provider. Um, you know, a lot of moms who, you know, I have experience talking with, they don't realize that, you know, you know, it, it, it does go a little bit past baby blues, you know, maybe it's time to reach out to somebody. So a lot of moms right. don't know. Uh, and then, you know, they, they get stuck in that struggle of, you know, feeling that way. And then postpartum, you know, kind of eats away at them as terrible as that sounds. But um, I think having that advocate and having that awareness is huge and having that education. Um, So when you're, let's go back a little bit to talking about setting up a postpartum plan. What sort of things will you walk through with mom and her partner if she has one as far as setting up a postpartum plan? What does that process look like? Um, So the postpartum plan um, is kind of a way to to check. So let's say, you know, for mom and partner, um, they recognize their strengths, um, and how they can both contribute, um, you know, to the care of the baby, to the care of each other. And, you know, maybe asking them what their expectations are. So asking mom, what does, what does support from, you know, from dad look for you? What is it that you're expecting him to do to support you? And then vice versa. Um, Also identifying fears that they might have, things that they are worried about ahead of time, um, you know, can be telling. So for example, if one parent is extremely worried about, you know, lack of sleep because of job performance or something, that's a very telling sign that maybe that partner, you know, would would need more help with the middle of the night type of things, you know, um, people have different, you know, different thresholds for, you know, what they're comfortable doing and how they can function. So identifying those, um, identifying ways that mom and dad can both support each other and what their expectations of support are. Um, also it's not a bad idea to, um, come up with a plan. So for mom to say, you know, Hey, if, um, if you start recognizing signs of postpartum, you know, mood disorders, um, then here is, here's what I want to do about it. Um, you know, here's, here's how you can bring it up. And I know some of these things are kind of hard to imagine like ahead of time. Um, but it's just talking points to get parents thinking about what to do in these situations. Um, another part of the postpartum plan is how you're going to handle visitors. Um, is, are you going to have an open door policy? Anybody can just show up at any point. Um, and are both parents okay with that? Um, or do you want to have specific days or specific times? Um, is there anybody in particular you do not want to come into your home during the postpartum time for whatever reason? Um, and if there is, you know, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to, how are you going to manage the flow of people in and out of your house to keep both parents comfortable with it? Um, you know, and then a little more kind of logistics, but um, meals and helpers. So trying to line up help. So if we know, say, for example, mom, you know, has X amount of weeks off, but say her partner does not, 
you know, say that her partner goes back to work in two weeks, then after that two weeks, where's mom's support going to come in? So who's it going to be? So lining up support um, for the parent who is staying home with the baby is something to think about, as is meals, because nobody wants to get into the kitchen and be on your feet and cook and clean <laughs> right after you've had a baby. So working on a meal train or, you know, reaching out because people were saying like, oh, what can I get you? Be specific. And this goes back to like what you were saying, find your voice. Do not be afraid to say, you know, it would be really helpful if you could bring a meal or, you know what I would really love? I would really love gift cards to these restaurants, you know, and restaurants that you know you like, that deliver, things like that, to kind of set yourself up, um, you know, to, to better handle that because you don't want to be stuck in a situation where you're starving, you have no groceries, um, and you have no support. Um, so kind of prepping yourself ahead of time for those kind of things is all part of that postpartum plan, um, you know, to kind of line up to, um, to better support yourselves and also budgeting for a doula, um, is a big part of it too. If a parent knows that they want to have a doula part of that postpartum plan, you know, if I'm in the picture, they, I guess, have already decided that they're going to go with it. Um, but you know, what does the doula care look like for them? Do they want a doula starting day one? you know, as soon as they come home from the hospital? Um, or do they want maybe day three? Do they want a doula for six weeks? Do they want a doula for three weeks? You know, what are their, what are they comfortable with? Um, and, and money wise, what are they comfortable spending on it? Um, so that there's not a source of tension, you know, your postpartum plan is to try to limit those tension, um, decisions right after you've had a baby. It really comes down to preparation, right? And I think a lot of it mm -hmm. is as doulas, right? Like we help moms think of the things that they aren't going to think of. So right. even when it comes to setting a birth plan, right? The same thing goes for postpartum. It's giving them all of their options and saying, okay, what what are you thinking? What are you most yes. comfortable with? Um, and just giving them the empowerment to choose, right? Like empowering the moms to say, and obviously their partners as well, but really empowering mom to say, what are you comfortable with and how would you like this to look for you? So right. like I said, same thing with, you know, with birth doulas, the same thing goes with, um, you know, with a birth plan, like saying the options and, you know, it's your birth, you get to decide. So same thing with postpartum. I think it's really empowering moms. I think you mentioned in the beginning of, you know, once baby's here, it's all about baby. So when you're pregnant, mm -hmm. it's all about, oh my gosh, what do you need? You know, sit down, you're glowing. You don't, you know, let me take care of you. Right. Whereas after baby comes, it's okay mom, you, you kind of get pushed away to the side a little bit, you know, not intentionally, but all focus then goes to the baby. And I think right. it's important for mom to know that she has, you know, resources such as us, like doulas to reach out to for help in postpartum. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess to kind of wrap up, what would be your best advice to pregnant moms or, you know, moms that are trying to get pregnant? Um, what would be your advice to them as far as, getting, um, as far as going down the route of choosing to, to hire a doula? Um, so in my ideal world, every, every new family would get a postpartum doula. Like it would just be a thing that like, Oh, you are having a baby. Great. We'll send you home with a baby and your postpartum doula. Um, because I think that they're so important and so underutilized. Um, and I do see a trend 
um, and postpartum doulas um, making a rise, which makes me very excited. Um, but I really do. I think that it's really something to consider. Um, and and even if you have, you know, I've I've had moms say to me before, like, oh, well, I live really close to all of my family. I'm going to get all the support I need from them. And that is wonderful. Um, I, as you know, as a first time mom, I didn't live near family, but as a second and third and fourth time mom, (laughs) I did. I lived very close to family and, you know, without my mom, my mom stepped in and helped me a whole bunch. Um, you know, but I still would have benefited so much from a doula. Um, a postpartum doula would have been incredible. And, um, because they give that unbiased, evidence-based support. So as a doula, my job, you know, and, and your job is to give them, like you said, give, give parents the options and whatever they choose to support them with it and to give them all the help they can, you know, and that in itself is, is empowering to, to help them feel like, yeah, I can do this. Um, I think every new parent should have that, you know, and, um, and to have that person that they can, they can call or they can text or they can send pictures of their baby's poopy diapers to and say, oh my goodness, is this normal? Um, (laughs) because (laughs) you know, as, as a mom, you're, you think all of these things and you don't know, even, even after you've had a couple of kids every kid is a new kid and every baby is different. And there are things that will surprise you and you'll be like, wait, I don't remember this. Is this normal? Um, and to know that you have that person, you know, not some random Google search that's going to lead you down a rabbit hole. Um, but you have that person who's got your back. Like I like to think doulas are like, like your maid of honor. Um, you know, when you had, when you're getting married and anything, you turn to your maid of honor to take care of it. Like doulas are like your maid of honor, um, for postpartum, you know, the person that's got your back that can help you, that can point you to the places that you need to go for resources that can say, you know what, let me take this off your plate. Let me take care. Let me take care of dinner for you tonight. Or, you know what, let me take care of this feeding. You go take a nice shower, like a real shower, not like the two second mom showers, um, right. you know? And, and so I think, um, I kind of got a little off, off your question here. Um, <laughs> but I think that, um, you know, I, I just think that it's something that is so beneficial, you know, for moms and, and for dads too, you know, or partners, because everyone can benefit when you have that kind of that voice of reason and you know that somebody is there, like I said, to, to have your back and to support you um, and to, you know, remind the moms that they matter, you know, to have somebody solely focus on you and your healing and your process, somebody to come and like, and just sit with you. If you need to retell your birth story for the 70th time, um, I'll, I'll listen you know, and, and to have that sounding board and to have that person that my whole point of being there is to help you, to help you heal, to, you know, to support you and to empower you to become the best version of you 
in this new role that you can be. Yes. And I think something that's really important that you mentioned is, you know, a lot of moms think, okay, I have family there. I have my partner, you know, I don't think I need a doula. You know, the key there is the doula is there, you know, we're there to focus solely on mom and we're there to provide that evidence-based research. And I think that is really key. You know, I don't know about everybody, but family sometimes, you know, they don't necessarily base everything on evidence. It's a lot of right. opinion <laughs> and experience. And while that's great, you know, never do we want to underestimate that. But at the same time, it is very refreshing to have somebody who is there solely to focus on you with that evidence-based research. And like you said, even if it's just sitting there and listening to your birth story on repeat, like we are there, totally there for you. And I think that's really key as far as, you know, hiring a doula. It's, it's that extra set of hands. It's that extra person mm-hmm. to, to empower mom. It's that person there solely to be focused on mom. And I think that, right. you know, like you said, doula work is something that is critical and it's crucial. And I think every mom needs to hire a doula, whether it's a birth doula and postpartum doula, or just working with a postpartum doula. Um, it's something that is invaluable. I agree. Yes. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Candace. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up? You know, I guess just that I, uh, I hope that, you know, more, more moms and more families, you know, start, um, start looking at postpartum doulas as, you know, kind of, I don't want to say essential, but as a really, really great resource um, and something that will help them and be just as important as all of those, all of those tools, you know, families will buy the best strollers and the best swings and the best bouncers and all of all of the everything, you know, all the things um, to to help their baby, you know, and they want to make sure that they have all the best soothing things and the most comfortable things for their baby after birth. But a postpartum doula is like the one thing, the one investment that can help the mom. So you know, I, I just, I hope that people start to see it that way. And people really start to take advantage of like the wonderful things that a postpartum doula can bring to the table. Yes. I love that. Um, one last thing that I wanted to ask, where can our listeners find you? So where are you located and how can they find you? My service area, I'm located in West Virginia. So I am in the Northern Panhandle of West Virginia um, in Weirton. I'm about 40 minutes outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, So I, in person, you know, virtual doula care, I can doula anywhere. (laughs) Um, We will coordinate, you know, depending on if it's a time zone difference or what. Um, But my in-person doula care is kind of the Ohio Valley um, and the tri-state area. So between... um, Ohio and West Virginia and Pennsylvania um, is where is where I go. Um, And you can find um, more specific, you know, cities um, that I will travel to on my website, which is empowerdoula.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook, um, empowerdoula and on Instagram. So empowerdoula. So I have empowerdoula care and lactation Awesome. Well, Candace, as you know, you know, myself, I obviously think your work is awesome because we both are doulas and it's just incredible work. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for hanging with me today. And Awesome. It was very fun. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to The Push Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share. And if you're interested in being a guest here on The Push Podcast, reach out to me on Instagram at the Grace Stula. I'll catch you next time.